This church has been on a journey. And this church has the opportunity to see some new opportunities. We are going to talk about Awakening Vision 2018, A Journey Forward. Some of you know last week I was pretty uh, jacked up. I used the word. I wasn't actually on drugs kind of things. But I was excited. And it's like, well, what's the undercurrent of that? I continue to be. I don't think, did I sleep any this week? I think every night this week I was up two or three hours in the middle of the night, hopefully prompted by the Holy Spirit to say, hey, listen, you got to get a grip on this because this is right before your body. And so I am bringing to you what I believe is a heart from God. And he's asking us a people for us to prayerfully consider Something that may be a huge leap forward, a huge step forward for us as a church congregation. I have uh, been here, Melissa and I have been for four and a half years, and continue to wade out the Spirit and what's God doing. And uh, there's some things aligning right now that are very exciting, but I want you to know this, it's also scary. But the only way we can do this is if we seek God's and His discernment and His will and we go forward together. Have any of you ever been called to take a huge step of faith in your life? I mean, we're talking huge. The God-sized steps of faith where it's only God that can come through to make this happen. Well, that's what I'm about to share with you. Last week, I told you that um, we were, uh, as a board, looking at trying to figure, do we need to sign back on for some of the space? This church used to rent space a couple years ago uh, that totaled, well, it was about 11,000 square feet. It totaled um, a $14,000 a month payment. That's, that's pretty steep uh, for renting space, and then you never see that money again kind of idea. And so then we pared back a little bit and tried to realign some programming so we didn't have as much square footage, dropped a little bit dollar amount. Now we're growing, and we've got to take back on some preschool space, right, Melissa? We, a lot of people having babies in this church. It's very good. And um, you're, you're being obedient to God. Um, um, multiply, he said, when he created Adam and Eve. And so uh, it's, it's just not that, but some other dynamics that are happening. So we were considering, okay, do we go back and take on some of that space? And then your lease payment go back up, that kind of deal. And we're like, pause, let's just time out. Maybe we need to see if there's something else out there. So we've done this over the last couple years. Just keep our eyes and ears open. And there's a property, there's a facility, there's a building that is available that would be like a huge God step for us. Not only as it relates to just functioning on a Sunday morning, but related to outreach and also uh, just related to the dynamic of us being able to move our way eventually someday to having our own space that we don't even pay rent for. But it's a huge God-sized step. This here, uh, diagram here, articulates our vision as a church. If you're new, our mission statement is to be fully alive in Christ and to his mission. Just knocking it down week in and week out, many lives transformed. We had baptisms a couple weeks ago, seeing just people's lives transformed. And uh, our core values are disciple-making. We're serious about the command to make disciples and grow spiritually deeper. Community building, we want to be a close-knit family and uh, care for one another. And then missional living, that we live life on mission every day at local levels, regional levels. And as mentioned with the missionaries coming, our heart for global things even. All right? So those are our values. But then there's sort of three key programming dynamics. The first is a catalytic uh, worship gathering, uh, like we have right here this morning, hopefully. And uh, missional life groups that meet in homes and they're on mission during the week. But there's this third aspect of the community center outreach. And I've thrown that out there before. And some of you are like, hey, that sort of sounds exciting. What's that really entail? 
I do not have time to go into all that today. What you're getting today is 15 minutes from me that was going to be a part of my message next week. But because of some things that are developing, I've had to move it up to this week to see where your hearts are at. Where are we at as a body? Because things are moving pretty fast with this particular place that we at least have on our radar right now. There's been some others we looked at, different kinds of things, but just sort of front and center. And so I want to share with you the idea about us relocating to fulfill that mission in a different facility, but probably more importantly, in a prime location for us to be a regional church. I came here, as many of you recall, Melissa and I, I remember when I sent that first video saying, I want to come and rock this valley uh, for Jesus. You guys were all, hey, we're, we're in for that. Let's rock the valley. And, and we've been seeking to do it in our own way. And God's uh, fruit has been there through the years. But this would be a huge leap. This would be a game changer. This would change um, not things to more scary dimensions for us as a church, but it would move us into, I believe, a dimension of ministry that would be powerfully impacting to a lot more people that Jesus this very moment is broken for, that's underneath all the scattered growing rooftops in this valley, lives that need to be touched. Many of yours are representative of those lives. And so we are thinking about doubling the size that this church has ever had, square footage, putting it in a prime location along an interstate where people within a 15, 20-mile radius or 20-minute drive could be at our church, and we could be able to open up doors, create, yeah, some community center kind of opportunities, but one of the main visions is for it to be an event venue, to be able to rent out for receptions and other kinds of things because facilities are what? Expensive right? And so maybe the facility can generate some of the step that we need to make, but the step that we need to make needs to be owned by all of us and have skin in the game. So here's the facility. Does anybody know this facility? Has anybody seen this facility? This facility is uh, along the 215 on Los Alamos. And uh, we have been looking at this now for a month and had different people in and out. This week, I had the opportunity to take our district superintendent from our denomination, Bill Malik, through it. And uh, we talked and we're conversing. But is this something God has for us as a church moving forward? There's where everybody on our database, our core database, is scattered throughout this valley. Do you see your pink dot? All right. A lot of them packed up uh, in area proper where we're here as a church, but also looking up into French Valley, which is where this church started was in French Valley. If you look a little bit closer, uh, this is what we're looking at considering doing. Moving from the red dot to the yellow dot. And for those that live up in French Valley, one of the huge God things happening, at least for all of us that live up there, I live on the east side of French Valley, is to have a Clinton-Keith Road open up here in a couple months, and we can start going east and west rather than north and south and being stuck on Winchester Road, right? And if you go east and west on the new Clinton-Keith Road, you can just pop down about halfway there on Menifee, which hits a road which hits the Los Alamos and goes straight there. You can get to this, for those of you who know where I live, you can get there in 15 minutes, and I live out on the east side of French Valley. But then we've got all the people, many of you here from Lake Elsinore, other people scattered around your lake. 
like, oh, I like that location. That's a little bit closer for me. And I don't know where you're at, but that's where we're looking. And um, this is the uh, retail strip. Some of you may know it. it's the old furniture row. And you've got uh, a lot of entertainment thing over there at the arrows, uh, uh, the trampoline place, the, the roller skating rink, whatever. And it's best known. Now, look at this. One of the cool things about this location, when you start looking for locations, you can get stuck in an industrial park and a commercial area. This place is stuck in the middle of a lot of houses. And Paul and Jamie Giddens back there, they, I think your house is in that picture, isn't it? It's right, sort of right behind the building there somewhere. But uh, they live in that neighborhood, and they know what's going on. And so if you're familiar with the In-N-Out Burger, then you've landed your way there. Have you ever had a hard time telling people where your church is at here? Yeah. <laughs> Said something to somebody the other day. says, oh, we're close to the French Valley Airport. And they go, French Valley has an airport? Well, I would go there rather than Ontario. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness. Really? There, yes, there's a... You know, you know, Hunter Road, Winchester, and it's been a decent location, but, you know, they're just not optimal. But you tell people that your church is by the In-N-Out on Los Alamos 215, they're going to say what? I know where that's at. I know where that's at. Plus, that will be our free catering after church every Sunday morning, right? What do you think about that? Uh, Miguel's is over there as well. This building was a health club, UFIT Health Club, and they sort of went uptown, uh, well, belly up, and they went out of town. Uh, originally from uh, Florida, and they tried to start something here in California. It didn't go, and so the guy who had bought this building thought he had a lease on it for 10 years uh, with tenants. He's now sitting trying to unload it, and he would like to uh, not only get a renter in there, but he's now willing to sell it as well. So we've been in negotiation with him. Now, this facility um, is uh, a nice facility. It's over by the, the charter schools to the left, huge parking. We'll fill up that whole parking lot on Sunday morning, right? And uh, there's a lot of opportunity there. It's visible along the interstate. The people that are stacked on that, their Los Alamos exit, they'll be looking over at our billboard every Sunday if this is of God and moving through that direction. So that's the facility. And uh, we had a group of people actually meet last week together on this. Some of you are here in this congregation. No necessarily elite group. I just picked a few people to go and sit in the building and say, let's talk about this. We walked through the four things. We walked through the whole vision aspect. I don't have time to labor into that. Come next week, we talk about location. I just mentioned that. We talked about the facility, and then we talked about resourcing. This is the size of the facility, 19,961 square feet. Uh, they had their elliptical machines, or is that what you call those things? And the treadmill machines are, were lined in there. But it's huge and open, great restrooms, a couple, three other rooms. There'd have to be some preliminary build-out to it. Um, but it gives us a lot of options, and maybe uh, we take part of it and lease it to somebody else, sublease for a while, who knows. But we circled up. This is the owner of the building. His name is Tim. And um, I talked to Tim about, you got a church yet in this valley? He moved over from San Juan Capistrano. He sold a property over there. This family was on a ranch. And uh, so they moved to this area to continue to have a ranch. And uh, he shared with us a little bit about the building. But then we circled up and talked on those four areas as a group. There's a lot of thinking that you have to put into this. I know some people, it's hard for you to vision and imagine things. But if it was to be a, an event center, um, we would look at how we would craft that whole room together. There'd be initial build out, but there would be the long term build out to be determined. Uh, possibly do a soft launch in August and a hard launch opening day the week after Labor Day. And you're going like, wow, that's a pretty big deal, Carrie. That's pretty fast. That's fast. Even faster is us probably having to make a decision on this. All right?
you just try to press forward and see if God would have something for us. Don't fully know if this is what he has for us, but there's a feeling like there's something more. And God wants to grow us. He wants to expand our influence in this valley, I believe, to reach people. And my wife and I have been walking a journey in the last couple weeks. Um, It's been pretty intense for us. I've done this four other times, taken a body of people. And I want you to know this is one of the best bodies of people I've ever had to work with to say, let's seize the day if God's in this. But you need to know that to take these kinds of steps, there's steps of obedience that we all have to check in our heart. Is it of God or not? And um, whether it's a location issue or, oh, my gosh, what would that mean to us? Would that to change the dynamic of our church? A lot of those questions are out there. I understand that. But here's the thing. Sometimes you come to places in life where God really challenges your heart. I will turn 57 two weeks from today. I'm like, I'm not 30 anymore, God, when I've done this some before. But he says, what does that matter to you, Carrie? And as we've prayerfully concerned, uh, prayed with this, I, um, I had my heart moved a week ago when I was at uh, the district conference. And we were sitting there with a bunch of other pastors. We were getting ready to do communion. And um, I said, God, what is this for us? And... Um, I wrote this text to myself. You ever text yourself? Those of us that forget, it's helpful. <laughs> Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And it's not about us. It's not about our church brand. It's about our Lord Jesus Christ. Next week, I want you to come. I'm not fully sure how God's going to unpack the whole message, but I'm going to share more deeply. And I want to talk about the beauty of the bride and the grander vision of the groom. And we're going to share about what God would call us to do. I had to move part of this up to today. One engages in prayer, but also in courageous and what it would take for us maybe to contribute, to step in. That group of 30 last week, they were probably stunned a little bit, but we went through it fast, two hours. And at the end, I asked them, I said, on a scale of one to 10, what's your impression from the Spirit of God on this? The average came back as a nine. Then I asked, what can you contribute up front? Because there's deposits and rents and we're going to have to pay double rent here for a little bit if we were to move and um, gave a challenge of $100,000. And then what about month to month? What about 12 months? What could you give above regular giving for 12 months to help us make this step? Share more next week, but it would be a lease to buy. We currently, if we take on the other preschool space, if you had an interest-only payment, for 30 years, amortized at 5% interest, it equals 12500 bucks. That's on $3 million. So we already pay an interest-only payment on $3 million as we step into this. This building was for sale for $4.75 million. 
gentleman's willing to give us a charitable contribution. Of course, he's working with it, trying to sell. You never know on those negotiations. But for the first 12 months, sell it to us for $4.2 million. Second, 12 months for $4.3 million. And then if it doesn't work, as I tell people, we'll just go rent out the promenade theaters and have church there. But my wife and I are willing to take some radical steps in this. Lord, I will give my salary for the sake of the lost. And greater vision this year, I trust you. You are above all, Jesus. I'll be the donkey that carried you in on Palm Sunday. I'll be the sacrifice to serve you at whatever turn. I'll be the faithful servant. Carry SBD conference at the Grove. It's not a ploy. Skin in the game. If we don't make up the difference, it's fine. God's provided before. He'll provide again. Take the salary. Pastors used to live on free will offerings. If I need to raise support from outside people that we know, I've already framed up a letter. I have an intuition from, I believe, the Spirit of God. He wants us to make this kind of jump. But I'm not God. And you do not need to be manipulated by any pastor anytime. But we do need to pray. And we need to know, literally in the next few days, would you be willing to have skin in the game? I'm not going to pass it out. I'm going to put it at the back. There's going to be just a simple commitment card. If you feel so led, just give us your impression. You don't even have to even take the card to have a picture of that building if you want. That's fine. You can throw in, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10. If you think it's a weak idea, let us know. We need to hear all voices, comments too. But if you have favorability, cash gift, as we try to raise $100,000 between now and end of June, and what would you give above on a weekly basis? That's what we're pitching. Normally, this kind of an appeal comes out based over three months of cultivating a congregation and vision campaigns. For what it's worth, I felt led of the Lord to just lay it out there. A friend of mine was on the phone yesterday. I said, I asked these people within 10 minutes after seeing a building, would they make a commitment? And he said, that was pretty bold. I said, yeah, it is bold. But that's the bold call God's given Melissa and I. Let's pray. Jesus, I don't know what your will is in this. Neither do we fully as a people. As we gather as a board tomorrow night and some other leaders, may you give us discernment. Lord, we know part of that discernment is the ownership of this body. Lord, lead us, guide us. If this is your will, then brand it on our hearts. May we step up in faith. If this is not of you, then discard it. May the building opportunity go away. You have something else. We will labor wherever we are at for your purpose. Amen and amen.